exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. WDBM East Lansing. Welcome to uh, Happy Hour. It is Thursday night, and oh my God, I'm back and live. My name is Brock. It's been, uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, hey, David, do you know how long it's been since I've been in here live? Like a month? <laughs> Four weeks, five weeks. Uh, and uh, it's good to be back. It's been a long break. Uh, in the studio, as of right now, uh, John in the studio. That's right. And you will be uh, taking over uh, the hours of power later tonight for Puke Pot. No, I'm not taking over. I'm co-hosting. Well, oh, you're co-hosting. Yeah, well. Oh, he will be here. All right. Well, good times then. Uh, it, oh, my God. I don't, I, I've been thinking all day, and actually for the past... Um, week or so on all the things I was going to go over on this show uh, of my um, the escapades of the past couple weeks uh, for those um, I, what really sucks is I was down in uh, here's the synopsis I went down to Florida uh, went to uh, Disney World and uh, all that stuff and then uh, I got on a cruise ship and uh, hit up the Bahamas uh, the British West Indies all that stuff and I had uh, Jeremy and uh, Dr. Kilometer Eric Marzak were in here while I was in Disney World, and I did a call-in, um, <laughs> and we recorded it, uh, and it was fantastic because I had all these great things. I was I was on, is what I would call it, and I just listened to it uh, to edit it, and <laughs> it's all screwed up. It's not. It's no good for air, but uh, uh, we'll talk about Disney World nonetheless. But, uh, John, I haven't seen you in a while. What have you been up to? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just working and... How much uh, the school stuff? Oh yeah, how much time you have left? Uh, hopefully a year. Hopefully a year. <laughs> you can get on the impact plan. You've been here long enough, as we all know. The impact plan yeah, includes graduate school. Since, uh, August of three. And uh, yeah, you could be here geez. for another three years if you want to be, just like uh, no, just like no. Jeremy and Ian and me and Jason. I'm and... still paying out of state tuition, so that's. Uh, oh little, yeah, uh, that's right, because you're a Jersey boy. And jumped that's... up to uh, upperclassman status. And oh yeah. With a nice uh, twenty grand bill. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that's good times. Yeah. Well, uh, let's uh, let's first of all talk about. Uh, we'll, we'll obviously be getting into uh, movies and things in the news because I know it's so important to talk about the fact that Brad and Angelina Jolie have uh, are moving to uh, New Orleans or something. Uh, and we'll get about into movies as well. But uh, for those of you who don't know, um, I have a uh, crazy girlfriend who is, in fact, trying to call me right now. <laughs> and here's the thing that I really I find really amusing. Right. She just tried to call me right now. And you'll notice that it is after 7 o'clock. Yeah, it's about 7 o'clock. Okay. It's a Thursday at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I have been doing this show for, oh, I don't know. At least a year. Eight months. <laughs> every Thursday. Yep. Unless I was on vacation with her. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Well, is she listening now? Oh, no, she doesn't listen. That's why I can make fun of her as much as I want, uh, All right, and I don't get in trouble for it. But basically, um, my girlfriend is a Disney psycho, and to put it plainly, in the past 10 months, she's been to Disney World twice and Disneyland. Right. So you year-long pass? Uh, no, actually, no. <laughs> Uh, and uh, that's a good point because uh, the cost of going to Disney World um, effectively prices every uh, average American citizen out of actually going. So yeah, every, when you're there and you're walking around, you will not uh, understand about three-quarters of the uh, language you're hearing because it's all yeah. a bunch of foreigners. I actually. haven't been there in at least eight years. Uh, it's good times. We went down there on... A good thing for like Disney World, if you're going to go to a place like that, you can always. There's a ton of websites online um, that give you ideas as to like when is the best time to go, when are the crowds the least uh, crazy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. A multitude of sites that we went to told us that after January 3rd, because uh, Christmas Day is the busiest day of the year at Disney World, makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Day, uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day is pretty busy too. But all the sites we went to, they're like, if it's after January third, you know, you're all set. The crowds die down. Uh, we knew that we showed up on the th- when were we there? The fifth, I think. Um, we knew when we showed up there in the morning that that was not the case. And in <laughs> fact, it was so crazy that they had to keep the parks open and like extra three hours because it was wow. so busy. All the the lines for the rides were all like. Uh, two plus hours each and it's no fun um don't they have that like pre like, ahead the fast pass thing they have the fast pass but like they only have so many of the fast passes so for some rides 
the fast passes would be completely gone after, or like by two o'clock in the afternoon, all the fast passes were gone. So you had to wait in line. I did the fast pass last time I was there, and it was pretty much just you. They give you a time to come, and then you come there and stay in line. That's right. <laughs> well, it works. The fast but when it's so packed and so many people are getting fast passes, they run out. You have to wait in line. There's nothing else. Yeah, but they're still aligned with the fast pass. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's pretty much a lose lose situation. I will though. I will say it was it was great. Um, I'm not a huge Disney kind of guy, um, and especially because we went to the Magic Kingdom, and um, <laughs> you know, riding around on uh, the Peter Pan ride is <laughs> it's not a small ex- world. Yeah, it's a small world. Yes. Uh, isn't exactly what would constitute um, a vacation for me per uh, se. But the food's good. You know, it's uh, oh, they have those turkey leg things. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you have one of those? Oh, oh, I've had them every time I was there. They weigh like ten pounds. <laughs> um, oh my like god. It wrapped in aluminum foil. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, but, uh, it's, the weather was fantastic. It was like 80 degrees every day. Um, the weather, the, the crowds were crazy because it was just, it was explicitly adults and little, little kids. So you're like trying not to step on loaded (laughs) diapers the whole time, uh, which was no fun. Uh, but that was good times. And then the next day we went to, uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, there's like, you know, there's the whole compound, the whole like, uh, Walt Disney compound. There's Disney World, Animal Kingdom, um, Epcot Center. MGM Studios, and then there's like four or five water parks. Water parks, and I had never been to the Animal Kingdom before we went. I was surprised at how um, lucid the animals were. I had kind of assumed that they'd all be completely drugged out of their minds (laughs) and like dragged out of cages for people to see. But uh, Animal Kingdom was was pretty cool as well, except for that was crazy busy too. Um, But the weather was great. Uh, I then got on a cruise ship uh, on that Saturday. It was uh, the Whatever the Saturday after New Year's was. And I'll say that I, uh, the only other cruise I've ever been on can't really count as a cruise and because I was in Alaska and the cruise ship was, uh, I mean, it held a maximum of 80 people. It wasn't even really like a cruise ship. It was <laughs> an expedition. Mm-hmm. It was an expedition ship and we were like going in between the Straits of Alaska. So I was, um, that was the only cruise I'd ever been on. And, uh, I was not prepared. Um, first of all, you think everybody tells you as far as like, I am a total wuss. I'm one of those guys <laughs> that tends to get uh, motion sickness really easily. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, dude, big cruise ships, you don't even feel the motion. That's well, right uh, you know what? We got on an 880 foot uh, Carnival cruise ship. <laughs> And uh, by the first night, I was so high on uh, Dramamine <laughs> that uh, I was sleeping the whole time because the, bo- the boat was moving so much. Was it really? Uh, yeah. I mean, we had – the winds were really bad. Apparently, this time of year, wind is really bad. And uh, the boat moved nonstop. <laughs> uh, fortunately, though, there was a uh, – on the funnel deck of the Carnival cruise ship, uh, it was top optional. So uh, <laughs> I will say that uh, honestly, uh, there was one afternoon. The thing that sucked about the whole cruise was it was windy, thirty knots plus the whole time. Always wow. a ton of wind. It never died down. So up on the, those high decks, there weren't a lot of people because the wind was blowing so much. I mean, it was eighty degrees, but when the wind's blowing at forty miles an hour, you know, it yeah. gets you kind of cold. So the the crowds were all around the pools and all that stuff. So you couldn't get a chair. I uh, I sauntered up to the uh, top optional deck, uh, where there was no one up there at the time, and I took one of the chairs, and I laid down in the sun, and I fell asleep. Uh, I woke up. I don't know how much later. It wasn't that much longer, and uh, there were uh, there were naked chicks around me, so right. that was uh, that was definitely a highlight uh, of the entire trip. Were you still high on drama, man? Uh, oh, the whole time. Uh, the whole time. Uh, what else did we do? Um, the, the carnival, it's amazing, like... You always hear people talk about people eating on cruise ships because, for the most part, it's a lot of buffets. I mean, they have sit-down dinners and stuff, but uh, as soon as we got on the boat, like, you could get on the boat at, like, it was, like, 1 o'clock, and the boat didn't even leave until, like, 4 or 5, and people are running. uh, Just, like, as soon as they get on the boat, they didn't care about their luggage. They were running to start eating. Like, it was a contest. Uh, I can, I would be willing to bet that I'm the only person on the face of the planet that ever lost weight while I went on a cruise just because it was like, people were eating nonstop. It was like, it was unbelievable. I could not believe the people, uh, oh, I, I, the people, the food that was put away and it was just like, like to our room every night we ordered room service like five or six times just because we could, you know. It's all inclusive, uh, right? Oh yeah, it's all inclusive. So you might as well get your money's yeah, worth. Might you know? as well. Um, so that was good. I, I don't know, but the boat was moving so much. I could, I was, everybody's like, you know, you should, you should drink a ton. And I'm a big fan of drinking, but first of all, 
Unfortunately, because this is commercial free radio, uh, we can't talk about prices. But I will say that uh, the average cost of a uh, bottle of Miller Lite was roughly two and a half times what you would pay in a bar in East Lansing. For a, That's discouraging. For, yeah. So to get nice and, and schnockered uh, would would not be cheap. Also, the casino on the boat did not like me at all. Uh, I had a limit of uh, how much money I spent in the casino uh, every day, and uh, I effectively lost that within the first couple minutes um, the time I was Where there. Where were you playing? Uh, I'm a big fan of blackjack. Okay. Um, but, uh, every time I go to Vegas, I always, for some reason, I score big on, uh, blackjack. But, um, I also like, you know those tables that, like, they're, you can choose the different games you want to play, and there's, like, the poker, Deuces Wild, right. and right. blackjack and stuff. I lost a lot of money on those. Uh, and You're then... not supposed to play the poker table games. Yeah, and then, um, there, uh, there was this, like... Uh, hot slovenian chick because all the all the people on the cruise ships that work there are not they're not american citizens i mean the boat registry is like panama and everybody that works on the boat is eastern european so they're like italian or they're um they're like polish or whatever so they uh when what's really funny is the people that work in the casinos are also the same people that like serve you drinks <laughs> and like make up your rooms but uh this chick was just standing by herself with a at a roulette table. I'd never played uh, roulette in my life, so uh, she taught me how to play and effectively made me lose uh, half my money. But that was fine. Uh, so casinos on cruise ships notoriously bad. Apparently, uh, I wish I really wish we'd had uh, Jason and Sean Broyles in here. Sean was just uh, on a cruise uh, like a week ago before I went, and he had a fantastic story on his blog. Uh, about that i'm hoping to get those guys in next week four three two three eight nine three if you have anything to interject about uh, cruises or the uh the bahamas we would love to hear it you can also get a hold of us uh impact exposure is my screen name via aol instant messenger we're always looking for your input a little later on in the show after talking movies and more about Bronx Big Vacation, uh, some some big news for Happy Hour. So look forward to that. That's going to be exciting stuff in the future of Happy Hour. Mr. Pat Crane right. joining us in the studio in his scrubs, nonetheless. <laughs> I actually lost all my scrubs. I was looking for mine because I was going to be a gynecologist for Halloween again, and I could not find them. Are you sure it's not a costume that works every day of the week? It does. Well, you know. My favorite thing is when I work, when I used to work in, I spent all this money on scrubs that really sucked, uh-huh. uh, and then I worked, started working in ER, and then I just went down the laundry and stole a bunch of pear. Uh, that fit so much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the funny thing about scrubs that are viewing audience who's interested in the viewing audience, <laughs> listening audience. Yeah, yeah I, I couldn't even spell RN. Now I is one. Um, they should know that the scrubs you buy at the uniform store, not as comfy as hospital scrubs, they put they in aren't. extra hospital softness. Yeah, because they've been uh, worn by lots of people prior to you, which is not exactly comforting. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh but fun nonetheless actually pat we were just talking about the cruise that i just came I back was from listening. and uh we were i, I was talking about the uh, the topless deck which was cool uh how you should never ever play in the casino on a cruise ship no i, I was not aware of that until no, the odds are not stacked in your favor no they they definitely are and we we're also talking about the food uh and the uh, buffet and the people eating i want to know how much more the ba- the boat weighs when it comes into port <laughs> <laughs> um did you i've never been on a cruise my wife has my mom has everyone but me has been on a cruise so i want to know this i hear this rumor that you can order anything you want as long as it's on the boat no extra charge doesn't matter if it's being served or not true or false ah uh, i think that would be true i didn't i didn't really ask but like like i was saying earlier that uh we ordered room service you know twice every night um because i didn't want to wait in line at the buffets because it was literally a cattle call it was disgusting right um but i mean on the menus it was like a six-page menu for the for the uh room service and then it's like and anything else you want you know just ask so yeah wow but you know it's not i was talking about how much booze was and uh they make up for it that oh yeah absolutely 
I will say we did stop uh, the Bahamas. I, I've never been to the Virgin Islands. The Virgin Islands, obviously, still U.S. territory, so they're uh, the islands. From what I understand, are a bit cleaner. Uh, the Bahamas are uh, property of the Brits, and right? Don't necessarily <laughs> take as good care of their islands. I will say, though, or their teeth, or their teeth. Uh, <laughs> oh. the, one of the the first stop we went to was Grand Turk, which is the furthest the furthest uh, east out in the British West Indies. Uh, and that island was kind of cool. I actually got the opportunity to do some flat fishing, uh, and uh, which was not cheap. But the problem was, because it was so windy the whole time, we were supposed to go... Like, I got this native guide on this, like, really... You know what skiffs are? Mm -hmm. You know how they're just these really flat little boats, and there's a guy with a pole, and you go after, like, <laughs> right. tarpon or bonefish or whatever. And I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Well, because it was so windy, all those guys have to spot, like, they have to be able to see the fish to know where you're going. They're like... The, the guide was like, um... In really broken English, was basically said that the, it was too windy to see fish, so we were going to go out into the ocean. And I was just like, uh, okay, it's a little windy out there. So we took the skiff out into six-foot breakers, and uh, I get motion sick really easily. Oh, nice. Oh, right. Yeah, so fortunately I was joked up on Dramamine, but Still? Uh, <laughs> uh, it was nonstop intake. Um, yeah. And let me say this too, Brock. This is, I think, one of the very um, many reasons we get along so well. You've been gone on a cruise for um, how many weeks now you were away? Four and he's still pasty white, just like <laughs> uh, No, dude, this is as tan as oh, I get. Oh, no, you're looking dark. Uh, yeah, you're this is, dark. and I'm still a fork in a microwave. Like, and, yeah, take my shirt off. For it's those blinding. listening, he has his Mac notebook opened up, and he's and I'm the same the color. same color. Yeah, and I got, I got back, and people are like, wow, you got a lot of... The funny thing is, you're darker than me. I know. Oh, it's, man, nice job. I do what I can. I, I was in Mexico right before Christmas, so I... Uh, Got a little tan. Yeah, Very I. Nice. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, fishing was cool. I caught a shark. Wow, uh, which was good times. How big? That nice. was a. It was like four and a half feet, four feet. It was a lemon shark, uh, and they are serious. You pull that thing in the boat, and it's just like. And the cool thing was, which is really insane, and I'm probably alienating like 99% of our listeners because <laughs> people that listen to the impact tend uh, not to be super rednecks and fish. But I found this incredibly interesting because we were with a native guy that was actually from um, the Dominican Republic, and he uh, obviously he knew where to go. He caught like he hooked onto the shark with a hand line, like all he had was a spool of line, and he was fishing with his hands. <laughs> And the shark, like, he pulled it half the way in with his hands. That's way wow. more testicular he, fortitude than I Well, he have. gave it to me, and really, it wasn't that bad, <laughs> really? but it's like, if that fish took off and you were holding on to that line, yeah, I mean... You would have went. Yeah, no, I mean, it would have just cut right through your hands. Just going yeah, like, so, that was good times. So we stopped in at uh, Half Moon K, which is actually the island that Carnival owns. Um, so, Carnival owns an island? Yeah, they do. And what they did was, and it's funny, because you come in, and it's like... Um, it's just, I mean, the water is amazing. The beach, it's like, everybody's like, wow, this is really, really soft sand. And you're like, you know, for being on the ocean and being a beach, there was not a rock, not a single <laughs> shell. Not, like, basically, they brought in all this builder sand and just dumped it all over the place. So people are like, wow, the sand is so great. I'm like, yeah, you can buy it at Home Depot for uh, a couple bucks. But but it was great. We did snorkeling. Um isn't Marlon Brando's island somewhere down in the British Isles? What, the, uh, Dr. Moreau. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Isle of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. That, that was actually filmed on his island, I think. I probably. But then we went to Nassau, and Nassau is a dump. The only thing Nassau has going for it is that's where Atlantis is, which yeah, John I, has I've been to. There. Which is like, that casino's you, nice. Yeah, I, won, I won big at that casino. Yeah, well, the amount of money you pay to stay at Atlantis, <laughs> they better be giving you money back. Uh, but I did. I smoked a couple of Cuban cigars. All right. I bought some over-the-counter codeine, mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, we enjoyed. Uh, we went to the Senior Frogs because we were totally a tourists, and uh, it was uh, <laughs> it's like Michael Scott going to Sabaro when yeah. he goes to New York. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, so it was. It was. Uh, it was good times. It was. Um, I don't think I would do a cruise again because it's just like you're only on an island for like six hours at a time. It's you're like shepherded in all these places. There's a lot of really fat old people on your cruise, so you have to deal with slow people, uh, which being a nurse, you're going to be used to. Right, um, right, right. And so uh, over, all, in, all in all, it was a good vacation, um, but I don't think I would do a cruise again. I think I'd rather just stay on an island. I think it would be more. Plus, I want to see the Virgin the, Islands, too. Those all-inclusive resorts, um, you know, maybe I'm just getting suckered into the whole advertisement of them, but wow, do they look like the way to go. You pay a fee, you uh -huh. get 
drinks, yep. room well, and board. I stayed all inclusive in uh, Puerto Vallarta a week before nice. Christmas. This is very, very nice. Yeah, right I mean, on the beach. Uh, like b- a bar go. right on the beach. The drinks are free. <laughs> Granted, uh, they watered them down a little bit, but well, uh, frozen cocktail on December 23rd was uh, very nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, another a side note was um, if you could get away with getting now the time that I was at Disney, unfortunately, it was super busy, but it was because of where New Year's fell. It was on a Monday, so all the kids didn't go back until the following week, which is why I think it was so busy. But they have, until the weekend after New Year's, they have all their Christmas stuff up at Disney. And let me say that I'm not, um, like I said, I'm not a huge Disney kind of guy, but the Christmas tree and all the Christmas stuff that they put up at Disney is really quite impressive. Yeah, they they have the money for it. (laughs) And actually, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. The ride had been closed for a year and a half because they were adding Jack Sparrow to the ride. And I will tell you... Um, I I like those kind of rides, the old animatronic uh-huh, tronic mm-hmm. stuff. The new animatronic guy, the Jack Sparrow that they put in there, um, it's so funny the jump in technology between the two because <laughs> I mean they're the same robots, right? But the movement and everything, it's scary how real they Imagineers, look. Imagineers, they call those the people. Imagineers, it's true. Uh, it's scary how real they look. Um, and now they have a character because they have all the other characters walking around the park. They have a character, a Jack Sparrow, and it's. I, I kid you not, it is Johnny Depp's doppelganger. The guy acts, talks, and looks exactly like they have his costume from the movie. The guy, I mean, it's insane. Oh, nice. You know, um, the old wifey and I are planning on going to Disney World. I've been since I was in second grade. So, um, you know, I'm just going to probably be blown away. And again, I'm not a, this huge Disney person, but just what they've done to cater to the adult population, which I'm sure you can speak for with the food. Mm-hmm. Um, the variety of experiences you can have there. I mean, they they have a golf resort. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, they have nice, they have all nice that course. stuff. And um, as I remember, when I was a kid, the the Peter Pan ride was incredible. It actually felt like you're flying. And <laughs> um, maybe it's just because I was in second grade, but I want to see what they've done with that too. Uh, a lot of those actually like the Peter Pan ride. They've kept the same just uh-huh. for sentimental value. Uh-huh. It's a small world. Uh, it's exactly the same. the same. Yeah, I actually I went on the, the the original. It's a small world. Let me tell you, Disneyland in Anaheim, California, compared to Disney World, is a dump. Well, it's in Anaheim. Well, <laughs> it's like in this big parking lot in the middle of the city. It's just right. like it's nothing compared to Disney World. And uh, I, it's I think going every once in a while. If you're not like my girlfriend and go like three times a year, I think going once every couple of years is, is good. <laughs> cool. Times, well, so. I, what was, what was it last week that uh, that Tigger punched some tourists oh, in yeah, the face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Were you, da- were you down there for no, that? I, I think, actually, I might have been just on the outs of that. I don't, I, but I think that might have been at a... I don't know if it was at Magic Kingdom or if it was I at... I don't remember either, but I guess <laughs> from the press I've read, and you probably read the same stuff, yeah. um, the Tigger was talking smack with the, the eldest son of this family who was a teenager <laughs> or maybe even in his 20s. Um, I don't know who initiated it, and I'm sure that's still to come out between lawyers, but the kid punched Tigger back. <laughs> yes. Tigger is now on suspension oh, from the course. Magic Kingdom, Naturally. and um, it was a big altercation. Now, my sister also sent me this very classy email um, today that had a mother and a daughter pair um, with their the area of their breasts on their shirt cut out. And their breasts painted like Mickey Mouse. Oh, I saw from, uh, yeah. I've seen and that. they have subsequently been banned for life <laughs> from the Magic Kingdom. And I think they're just trying to make the Magic Kingdom a little more magical. I think that's absolutely magical. I uh, The funny thing is, though, that um, my, my girlfriend's grandparents own a adult trailer park. And it's funny because you drive down there what? and it says adult trailer park. And you want to put like three triple X's before it. And it's like, what is it's this? a porn trailer park. Everything in Florida is like you can't own this per like you can't live in this trailer park unless you're at least fifty five. So it's a retirement community. Right, right. But there's a lot of people that live in there and retired people that work at Disney and explicitly because of their size are characters. So half of those characters are like old sixty five year old Mexican <laughs> women playing like, you know, Mickey and Minnie because you can only be like five one at the max. So just a little insight into That's that. That's pretty funny. Uh, so yeah, the Bahamas are good times. Um, the uh, I will say flying out of Lansing is not good times. Um, if they want to make that easier, I would uh, I would suggest making the uh, because we was like 
flying like we've you can do like either like the Lansing to Detroit or like Lansing right. to so Minneapolis or Paul. Chicago where you're yeah. always going to be late. It's always uh, every single time I've flown back into Lansing, it's been late every single time, and it's like sitting in Detroit and you're and it's delayed two hours, and you're thinking I could have driven back home. <laughs> oh yeah, by now. Oh yeah, uh, I think that every time I fly in, it's nice for leaving. Yeah, because it takes you 15 minutes to get through security. Yeah, right, if that. Right. It's nice for leaving, but coming back, it is the <laughs> biggest drag. And you always come into Detroit or Minneapolis when it's the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's nothing open. Um, but you, get, you always manage to have to walk through 80 yeah, terminals. Oh, you betcha. At least. You yeah. betcha. And they have been advertising the heck out of the Lansing Airport, and they're going to need to do something because... One thing the Lansing Airport has great is... the. I think the only thing, you know, it's a Northwest hub, obviously. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's saving Lansing Airport is Legionnaire because of the, the straight to Orlando and straight to Las Vegas they, flights. They need a bigger runway so they can land in bigger. international flights. Um, but you know, Lansing, one of the great things about Lansing, those people live here is that it's in the middle of everything. It's an hour to Grand Rapids. It's an hour to Detroit. Well, hour and 15. It's an hour to Flint. Yeah. Um, but the problem there is that the Metro airport, the Grand Rapids airport, they're handling all the international That that and what people might not know is that to fly out of Lansing is a very expensive option. Yes, it It is. is not the cheaper of the options. Uh, which does not uh, make it that desirable. So maybe if they want to deal with prices, that would be a little better. How were your guys' Christmases? Oh, it was great. Really? Um, I was on the impact. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was one of the lamest and worst Christmases I've ever had this past year. Um, I don't know if it was the weather. I don't know if it was just like... i got to say the weather plays a big part. Yeah. It's just not supposed to be 56 degrees <laughs> and green outside in Michigan. Yeah. Um, but as far as Christmas itself, I got a break off school. I got a break off work. Yeah. Um, and I got to visit with my family and not write 40 page papers. I, you know, I'll, I, as many people know, if they're, uh, if they know me through Facebook and seen the pictures, <laughs> uh, that John Whiting took of me, uh, I got a part-time gig, seasonal gig this, uh, this this past holiday to work and working in a department store um <laughs> the work. lowest part of my life uh i was working in a section where i had access to knives and i swear to god i um i was almost slitting my wrists like uh every hour um uh working in and having christmas songs play non-stop and seeing all this stuff just kind of like makes yeah. you numb to it oh. so that you can't really enjoy it on your own you know what's kind of funny is um one of the stations on the xm satellite radio mm-hmm. they did an anti-christmas channel that played anti-christmas songs really so um my wife who also works retail um as you probably know though our listeners don't hates christmas songs because yeah. of exactly what you said yep, yep. loathes them her teeth sweat so <laughs> we were wrapping presents christmas eve just listening to that station and it was just such a nice change oh. speaking of anti things uh if, if you'll notice the recently revamped impact 89 fm.org we uh we apparently ever since I've worked here have not liked Valentine's Day and there's a couple reasons. <laughs> For the most part, if you're a dude and you work at Valentine's Day or you work at the Impact, chances are uh, you're not a big hit with the ladies. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> are you uh, with that, bro? Uh, I'm just saying that if you're a dude and you work at the Impact, uh, <laughs> we aren't exactly all Casanovas. Um, but uh, that being put, um, we have a couple things coming up and in mind for anti uh, anti Valentine's Day and Happy Hour is going to be part of it. So we're going to be be talking about uh, moving the show's physical location. Now, there's some logistics to be worked out, but basically what we're going to have happen is uh, we talk about drinking, we talk about hanging out with our friends, why not just do that and broadcast from it? So we're talking about moving the show to uh, a local area bar and broadcasting live, doing happy hour from happy hour. Are we still thinking the same place we've discussed previously? I think we are. That is fantastic. I think we are. So I need to I need to talk to some management, but uh, the <laughs> hopefully the uh, first uh, annual Impact Happy Hour Screw St. Valentine's Day Drinkathon uh, will be... What's uh, the acronym for that? Uh, I don't want to. We're going to have to work that out. <laughs> uh, David's in there. He can do that. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, thanks for sitting with us uh, here on Happy Hour and going through uh, Brock's uh, Christmas vacation. Um, I, it's, I can't believe it's been like four, uh, four weeks since I've been back here. But uh, let's talk movies. And uh, there's been not actually a lot going on. I got to see um, on the cruise ship, the one thing that was cool is I got to see a number of movies. Um, that they played throughout like recent release movies. 
A couple movies I hadn't seen. Uh, Dr. Kilometer Eric Marzak would be glad to see that I saw The Devil Wears Prada. Um, and I think uh, my, list, my wrist got a little limper for uh, watching that movie. Uh, no, no offense to the... Uh, you know what's funny? What's that? My wife doesn't even like that movie. See? <laughs> oh, but you know what Eric Marzak oh, said? He will defend it to the bone. It was, it was Darling. Oh, <laughs> Darling, yes. By the way, he's on a cruise right now also, so I can't wait to hear about those exploits. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, that's with his parents, right? Yeah, with his parents. In California. Probably watching The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, probably. Oh, Dr. Kilometer. Oh, man, I, he will stand up for that movie. He's picketed for that movie. I, I don't think, like... I uh, I don't that movie was I I watched it for a little bit and um I kind of wandered in and out of uh, my drug state and sleeping thanks to Dramamine. Uh, by the way, I'm impressed with a drug that has that much po- potency over a 24 hour period. That's a, that's a fantastic drug. It's also good for nausea. Just yeah. if you ever get nauseated from being sick for whatever college debauchery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And I was trying to think, what's the uh, after working in the ER for two two years? I we used to give the drug nonstop, and I can't remember what the name of it is. I know our listeners don't care, but what's the name of the what's the first drug you usually give for it? What's anti nausea? Phenergan, Zofran. Phenergan. What's uh, Phenergan? So uh, I, I've been. I honestly, I've been, this has been racking my brain. Scene. There you go, an Epstein. That's it. Yeah, we don't use that so much anymore because it causes the uh, heart arrhythmias. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you know, uh, safe. people still use Viagra and uh, take uh, nitrates, and you know, that's not a good. <laughs> well, thing. I shouldn't say we don't use it anymore. We use it in some cases. Yeah, uh, we're gonna. We see now that I have you in here, I feel like we should do like a call-in show because uh, <laughs> Nurse Pat and uh, I'm Brock, and uh, it'd be it'd be at least better than the love line that's on the air now. Uh, movies that are on, I saw uh, Superman Returns. I honestly, I think that the big thing was, the reason that a lot of people loved, were looking forward to that, is that they remembered what they thought of Superman when they were kids. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, the Christopher Reeve Superman movies were great, because oh, yeah. we were eight years old, and we were like, <laughs> Superman! <laughs> Um, and I thought it was it was kind of cool that they used the same title sequences, the same music, uh, Marlon Brando and everything. I, but honestly, I just I fell asleep during the movie because I was just like, Ugh. I um, you know I liked the movie. It wasn't great though. Um, the special effects were nothing we haven't seen before. Um, you know CGI. I've already complained about CGI on this show. Yeah, how Hollywood just goes to it right away. When if you look at Jurassic Park, which did a lot of. Um, animatronic stuff yeah. with CGI. That was brilliant. Yeah. That's still the most realistic CGI I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but now Hollywood just goes to it and it all looks cheap and we've already seen it before. Well, the thing that doesn't make any sense is CGI is infinitely more expensive oh, because yeah. of the computers you have to use and the number of people you have to use, but people automatically just budget for it. Oh, it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. why? You know, a, a, a young guy making these new movies called George Lucas didn't use CGI. He built the things right. and shot them. You <laughs> right, know? and look what happened when he did bring it into the picture. Yeah, it ruined when, it. Right. <laughs> they wanted to complete Star Wars. And it ruined it. Ruined it. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 2, Dead Man's Chest. I've complained about that movie before. I, You know, I really like it. I think the the plot is nowhere near as strong as the first one. No. Um, and the movie kind of drags on at the end. It's kind of like a... We're trying to make you hold on to the end of your seat for as long as possible kind of Heath thing. has signed on officially for the third one. Yeah. Well, yes. it's almost done because they yeah. were shooting it while we were down there. So um, I don't remember what island they're shooting it in the Bahamas, but it's down there somewhere. Uh, what other movie did we see? Um, oh, Invincible uh, with Mark Wahlberg. What'd you think? Um, being, I have problems with movies like that for lay people like me that don't know the actual story so that we're kind of expected to buy the movie as it is. Um, I thought it was okay, but I think he is the world's worst actor. <laughs> and every time I, every time I see him, I just see him, uh, in the mirror being like, you are a star. And then just, <laughs> just, <laughs> well, I was going to say something about that. I love Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights is a great film. I really was hoping it was going to spark. But it's not for the acting, I don't think. Well, it's not. It's not. Other than, I think, Burt Reynolds did a really good job. Well, I was hoping that was going to spark a co- Burt Reynolds' comeback, but it didn't. I um, mean, the gratuitous nudity and sex is fantastic. <laughs> well, I'm a fan like of that. like Heather Graham? Come on. Oh, oh yeah. Come absolutely. On. Um, um, but... Mark Wahlberg does a good job in that because he's supposed to play this naive, childlike actor. You got the touch! You got the power! Let's keep going. Um, But every other character he plays, including The Departed, which I will give best movie this last year. Mm -hmm. I almost said this year. Um, 
but he plays the same guy, and it doesn't work. <sighs> I, yeah. I'm with you. He's not a good actor. Jeremy Whining hey! joining us in the studio. Hey! Yay! <laughs> I was waiting for Jeremy to talk about this. Um, we, I've been uh, boring our listener. I, I usually say listeners, but I mean listener. Uh, with my story about, uh, uh, about my vacation, and I left out, because you weren't here yet, my visit to the Pirate Museum in oh. Nassau. <laughs> you uh, procured an excellent uh, pirate code of uh, conduct for me. I was, I was going to buy you. They had the full Jolly Rogers. They had all this stuff, but um, let's just say they weren't cheap. And uh, after blowing as much money as I did on the uh, trip, I, I the coolest thing I could find you was the code of conduct. Um, <laughs> but uh, the Pirate Museum in Nassau is right. It's funny because it's right across the street from Parliament. So like, there's this big Parliament building, and then there's this huge building. It's like the Pirate Museum. But the cool thing is, is um, you walk in and there was nobody else there, which was great. Um, we you walk in and it's all dark. It's a very Disney esque because you walk in and they have an actual captured pirate ship from like the 17th century. Like you can, it's like put into a display and then you go in and walk through it and they have all these animatronic displays and stuff. Um, but the cool thing is, is at the end they have this. Uh, it's basically like. It's showing you the you know what pirate life was really like and all this stuff. But at the end, they have all this actual pirate stuff, like an actual <laughs> firearms, cutlasses, like one of only four known in the world. And it's just like, I the whole time I'm taking all these pictures. I'm like, Jeremy is going to be, he's going to have to plan a trip explicitly to Nassau just for the uh, pirate museum. We'll have to. Pat and I actually went in search of pirates uh, when we were in North Carolina. That's where Blackbeard was. Right? That's that's where the was yeah, killed. Right. Queen Anne's Revenge was sunk off the coast. Um, Jeremy and I and uh, Hollywood Andy Koval were walking around North Carolina, and there were these very attractive girls sitting on a porch, <laughs> and they said, "Hey guys." Want to come over and hang out? And uh, the first words out of our mouths were, we're looking for Blackbeard's house. <laughs> <laughs> this actually happened. Uh, I what we were doing. I found a web... Uh, I, I will say... Um, I found a website last night, and I, I instant messaged uh, John, because you weren't online. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Captain Dan's MySpace page? Captain Dan and the Scurvy Crew? What? Uh, it is a... Re- a pirate hip-hop album uh i have it up on my computer now why are we not playing this at all times uh, why is this not curiously. the intro to the show uh captain <laughs> dan isn't this the show <laughs> captain dan and the scurvy crew authentic pirate hip-hop authentic. order the saltiest cd of all the atlantic <laughs> wow. for a special plundering price they actually have videos oh. um i will show you this after the show but i i had not laughed this hard in a long time it is fantastic Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah, listen, uh, we're going to start paying for the rights. Was but, it 15 seconds? Was it 15 seconds? Uh, let's, uh, let's see what the names of the songs here for you. Uh, My Cannon, Seven Seas, Flintlock Glock, and Mutiny are some of the... Will you read the third one more time, Brock? Flintlock Glock. <laughs> so that, uh, that will be for you do, later. Do we have a MySpace page yet for uh, Happy Hour? We should make one and post a link on there. Oh, we should. Actually, I found this through somethingawful.com uh, because they did a, an entire stop-motion uh, video, which is also music video, for uh, the song Blackbeard's Treasure, uh, which we will, I will They're play They're going to be our later. only friend on the Happy Hour MySpace No one page. else will come close Them to and Tom. Yeah, Tom will be our uh, biggest friend. Actually, uh, uh, Augie from The Hard Lessons told me that they officially now have more friends than Tom does. So, wow. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, anyway, that was that was saved explicitly for Jeremy. I was also talking about the movies uh, I saw whilst on the ship. Um, and uh, I wasn't real happy with the uh, three that we saw. Uh, lots of movies out. Have you seen any movies lately? You know, I have Has there been anything out? Oh, I saw, the thing, funny thing, on the plane, this guy... On the plane back from uh, Orlando, this guy has one of those portable DVD players. And he just nonchalantly just pulled out a DVD, put it in. It was at night at the museum. I'm like, what if I was an executive for a motion picture industry or the RIAA? Wouldn't you totally be screwed? He's just sitting there watching it. So I saw a part of that, uh, although obviously I couldn't hear anything. So um, that takes away from the movie. 
Yeah, but I heard from what I hear, it didn't do very well. People, as far as uh, the what people thought of it. My movie. dad yeah. called me multiple times and saw the movie twice, and he said, "It's the number one film in America. You have to see it." <laughs> <laughs> Is your dad right for like in, in a movie? Uh, Los Angeles time Entertainment <laughs> Weekly to in movie voice too? Yeah, it was the movie phone voice <laughs> to a theater near you <laughs> in a world. Um, man, press three now. One more time, and I think I said this the last time I was on the show. Uh, I saw Jumanji. <laughs> yes. And I thought, this oh, awesome Zathura movie. movie looks like it's ripping off Jumanji. Then A Night at the Museum came out, and I thought, I've seen this before. <laughs> and Robin Williams was in it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, Jumanji, I, greatest movie ever. Jumanji. <laughs> uh, lots of movies currently uh, in theaters, uh, and of course, as uh, Hollywood.com loves to do, and it lists all these movies that will never be played anywhere around right, wait, here. Wait, 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 wait. I, I bought Crank the other day. And I was for some reason my I couldn't find the remote, so I didn't want to hit the skip right to the yeah. menu button. And I saw the the commercial for the Farce of the Penguins. anybody anybody see that? It's uh, written and directed by like Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> and it's March of the Penguins dubbed over by a bunch of people. You got Samuel L. Jackson. Um, <laughs> no, you got Samuel L. Jackson. Um, Dane Cook makes an appearance. Oh, uh, just God. all the whole bunch of there's like a bunch of big name actors just dub over the whole March of the Penguins movie. Straight to video kind of thing. I don't know. It had no details. I couldn't Maybe find anything online. Check Rocks it out on, on it. The Netflix. I'm looking. I'm looking. But I saw there is a movie out that I have heard nothing about that is exactly the kind of movie that I would love to see. It's called Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, that looks good. Set in 1940s Spain against the post-war repression of Franco's Spain, a fairy tale that centers on Ophelia, a lonely and dreamy child living with her mother and adoptive father who's a military office tasked with ridding the area of rebels. In her loneliness, she creates a world filled with fantastical creatures and secret destinies. This looks like almost like the original Labyrinth. Huh. It does. It looks good. Yeah, and it's no, of course, nowhere around here. Of uh, I saw a trailer for it on the on the TV last night. The TV, the, the TV, on the TV. All right. Speaking of the TV, and speaking of the Samuel L. Jackson, have you seen <laughs> his new Afro, Afro Samurai? Samurai? No. <laughs> no. It's, it's a cartoon. Is he going to be a kid? Spike TV. <laughs> Is he just doing kitsch stuff for it's the rest of his life? It's not a kid show. It's uh, like uh, our good friend Mr. Whiting here was saying. It's um. It's Samuel L. Jackson wow. in animated form. And every right. other word is bleeped out. That's going to be awesome. Uh, weekly box office top five, uh, Stomp the Yard. Uh, yeah, that's what I saw. It's at number one. Stomp it's, it's the that, Yard. Like that, that dancing never, movie. After the death of his brother, an expert street dancer goes to Georgia to attend Truth University. Truth University? But his efforts to get an education and woo the girl he likes are sidelined when he joins in his fraternity's effort to win a step dancing competition. Sounds like Jeremy Whiting's Something life. we could all relate to. Yeah. Uh, that is number one. Yeah. Uh, number two, A Night at the Museum. Uh, number three, The Pursuit of Happiness. Number four, Dream Girls. And as soon as I, every time what? I see that, uh. I think of Showgirls. <laughs> and way off. Or I think of Deja Vu's Dream Girls. Uh, <laughs> and then Freedom Riders in at number five. Uh, I was looking uh, in trailers. There's uh, some interesting trailers this week. Coming uh, movies opening uh, this week The Italian, The Hitcher. Uh, opening next week, Epic Movie. Yes. That looks good. Yes. looks Awesome. I love those. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know why I have an outgrown slapstick, but. <laughs> those are so hit or miss, though. I mean, the last true. few, like, date movie, one of the worst movies I've ever true. seen in my life. Very yeah. true. And all was the that funny... a Fairly Brothers movie? Uh, yeah, I think so. That, that's whoever does like all the scary movie. And... Yeah, well, but scary I mean, movie's Wayne's Brothers, isn't it? Well, it's, oh, yeah. it's the first two, like, our first one scary movie, and then, like, writers same writers kind of move over to each one but it, it changes yeah but the, the the basic gist of those is like the last few all the funny parts of the movie are in the in the trailer yeah oh yeah and oh, you're yeah. sitting there like i've seen this before i've laughed at it before and it's not really funny the ninth time around and speaking of not funny i saw steve gutenberg in a movie last night on tv <laughs> <laughs> a new one? no zing because <laughs> what's happened to steve gutenberg? i don't know well that's what brings us up i was watching um you should do some research well there's this movie on about the 1980 u.s olympic hockey team and um Miracle? people in this room must know that i'm a hockey fan big, i am too. a big time hockey fan diehard huh? um all-star and, weekend and, all-star weekend oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. And um, anyway, same same story as Miracle, except this movie was filmed in 1981, one year after the actual event happened. So you know it was rushed through. And I'm looking at uh, 
I think he plays Eruzioni. Um, <laughs> but I'm looking, I'm like, I know who that is. And it's a young Steve Gutenberg. Wow. <laughs> and I thought exactly what Jeremy Wayne said. He's... Where is Steve Gutenberg? <laughs> I want to watch Cir- Circuit. He uh, he was only a star because the stonecutters made him so. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the synopsis of Epic Movie uh, centers on four not-so-young orphans, one raised by a curator at the Louvre, uh, where an albino assassin lurks, uh, another a refugee from Mexican Libre wrestling, the third a recent victim of snakes on her plane, and the fourth a normal resident of the Mutant X community. The hapless quartet visits a chocolate factory where they stumble into an enchanted wardrobe that transports them to the land of Narnia with a G by the way uh, they there they meet a flamboyant pirate captain and earnest students of wizardry and join forces with among others a wise but horny lion to defeat the evil white bitch of Narnia <laughs> fantasy camp this looks this looks like one of the best movies ever and thus the title epic movie when does it come out uh, the 26th uh, that's far so, yeah, I actually saw the preview for that movie at another movie, and I was super <laughs> excited uh, just for the Harry Potter part um, because I am that lame. Other movies uh, coming soon, uh, Smoking Aces, Catch and Release, The Host, Blood and Chocolate. None of these look like anything I want to see. Smoking, Smoking Aces, Aces has a lot of people in Smoking it. Smoking Aces looks like um, Snatch, only without the it great does. direction and writing. Um, I don't know. I like a lot of the people who are, who are in it. Um, Edward Norton, right? Yeah. yeah. Ben Affleck, Jeremy Piven, uh, Ryan Re- Reynolds, Andy Garcia, Alicia Keys. What? Taraj Henson, David Provel, Chris Pine, Kevin Durand, and Peter Berg. Those are the people that are in it. It's a Universal Pictures uh, joint, so there you go. I thought I saw more <laughs> names in it like the commercials. Coming to DVD this week, or already on, because it's uh, Thursday, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The, the Beginning. beginning. Did you didn't did you see it? No, I saw like nine commercials for it though. There's a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie every week. I've heard they get progressively worse. <laughs> oh, they too. do. So, Employee of the Month, Dane Cook, and uh, one of the worst looking chicks on the face of the planet, Jessica Simpson. I'm the only guy I know that has absolutely no interest. No, in that you're chick. not. <laughs> Woo! I think. Um, Oh, I don't know. I, I'm the same with Angelina Jolie. I'm sorry. I don't find... Oh, oh I remember <laughs> as a lad. <laughs> getting HBO uh, without having to pay for it. Or sometimes you'd have to just flip back and forth very quickly. Or your eyes. <laughs> and I remember a movie being uh, being played on there called Gia. And it was nothing oh, but Angelina Jolie I, I running around naked the whole time. That was the day I turned into well, a man. The, the funny thing is, like, some of my Hollywood top ten ladies, the the list, if you want to go back to that friend show, um, uh, Rachel McAdams, who doesn't get a lot of respect in the press from Red Eye and uh, you want to know, uh, 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 Wedding Crashers. Sleeper hot chick. She's on the Food Network. She's the Italian Giada chick. Giada De Laurentiis. Oh, We've talked about this. Yes. You, me, and Dr. Kilometer are all in the same camp. <laughs> wow. She's She's skinny. Uh, great rack and knows how to cook. Um, my wife will not let me show or watch Everyday Italian anymore, so I like TiVo in secret. <laughs> I TiVo in secret, and then I put it in the recently deleted list. She'll never look there. It's basically the TiVo equivalent of renaming your porn folder oh, on your computer. That's right. so great. See, oh, that's... yeah. I'll be watching it, and, you know, I'm learning how to make cannoli. <laughs> she walks in the room. It's got to go. I'm a big fan of TiVo. Big fan of TV. I, I, again, I, I just got my first iPod for Christmas this year. Um, well, welcome to uh, the world. Yeah, so I don't have a TiVo yet, um, so I've never uh, enjoyed uh, I think the reason why Dr. Klammer's not here is because the iPhone was released last week, and I and think he had he to go get floated. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered how, he would, uh, how he, he would feel about that. Also out on DVD, Gridiron Gang, uh, featuring <laughs> The Rock. The Rock. <laughs> Uh, he's not calling himself The Rock no, anymore. No, actually he is. He's Dwayne The Rock Johnson now. So it, uh, he's, he's kind of done the John Cougar Mellencamp, John Cougar, John Mellencamp, back to John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Protector also out. Uh, other DVD releases as of late, uh, The Illusionist, Crank, The Night Listener, Idiocracy, Banditas. Banditas looks hot. Did you see that? Uh, I saw I saw a trailer. I just saw a trailer for it, and I'm like, oh, my God. Salma Hayek and... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's her name um, oh she dated that crazy bastard oh Penelope Cruz that I just her. saw something on the, <laughs> like, uh, the internet about uh, how there was like this big rumor that those two were lovers now oh take pictures please dear <laughs> what's god what's this internet 
I don't know, but it tells me it's rumors and secrets uh-huh. and gives me pictures. So other than that, a couple new trailers out um, and always good times on QuickTime.com or, of course, obviously, Apple.com. You hit the uh, QuickTime tab. Uh, trailers to all the movies we've been talking about, uh, plus a lot more. Uh, epic movie trailer is there. The new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles what? trailer is also there. There's a new one? There's there a is. new one. And it's, it's animated. Is that good or bad, though? I think it's bad. I think it's what we were talking about with the Superman movies. I don't think you can get any worse than Ninja Rap, though. Um, excuse me. That ninja. was Vanilla Ice. <laughs> ninja yeah. Rap. And he said, go, the Ninja. The rest of that ninja. movie was good. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, on. I think um, from this second tra- the first trailer didn't actually have a lot to it. The second release trailer uh, actually looks kind of cool. Also, other trailers out, obviously, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Uh, if John Fournier were, he- were here, he would be um, uh, having to change his pants, I'm sure, <laughs> uh, because it's kind of close to uh, Spider-Man 3. Shrek the Third. They're making a third one? Uh, apparently. They just keep trying. Uh, I don't. You know what, though? There, Every single one of those Disney films or Pixar or whatever they are, Huge. there are always a bunch of sequels, and they're always mm-hmm. straight to video, so no one ever hears about them. I don't even think they... Then it, I, no, I you guarantee know, you hear... Shrek the Third will be out in theaters. Did you know that Disney has vowed not to do another traditionally hand-drawn animated film? Yeah. That is terrible. Yeah, it's long I, gone. I am a huge fan of animation, just big fan, almost a nerd such i'm surprised they still do shows like uh family guy and um and the it Simpsons looks so much better because even south park is all computer animated and it has been for a long time right right so at least south park it's not exactly computer animated i mean they do stop motion with construction paper shapes which are scanned in <laughs> Oh, Actually, yeah. no. It's it's that's not the way. That was no. only the first season. Oh, really? Now it's all. It's the same yeah. engine that does. Um, oh, I don't. It's like some like the Matrix movies. It's the same thing, but it's all computer animated that's sad. now. Reno nine eleven coming out with the movie. Reno nine eleven <laughs> Miami. I, <am laughs> uh, I was, you know, I would flip to that show every once in a while. Obviously, it airs on Comedy Central, I, and I didn't really think a lot of it. Uh, uh, a lot about it and then i started watching it oh yeah mm-hmm. it's pure genius and I, the yeah. fact that it's all like they they don't really have scripts no they it's just, improv it's all improv. Really? it's just like curb oh. your enthusiasm they go in with an idea and they just huh. improv an episode and i'm with brock i started out i was like eh, eh. and then now i just think it's brilliant <laughs> so i yeah i was impressed uh yeah, let's. Uh, why don't we take a break? Uh, and uh, during the break, I can show these guys this Captain Dan and the Scurvy <laughs> Crew. Uh, MySpace.com slash Captain Dan, if you're interested. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, we'll be right back here on Impact 89 FM. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Sunday nights, check out Sit or Spin from 8 to 10 p.m., where you can voice your opinion on what new music we play here on the Impact. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now... Back to exposure. Welcome back to Happy Hour, right here on Impact eighty nine FM. We were trying to uh, check out the uh, video for Blackbeard's Treasure on uh, Captain Dan and Scurvy <laughs> Crew's uh, MySpace music. Look at Blackbeard's house. <laughs> uh, my name is Brock. Thanks again for joining us, John, in the studio, who will also be co-hosting the hours of power. The hours. Uh, I believe we're doing a live interview uh, tonight with who? A uh, band called Carpal Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I love metal yeah. bands. <laughs> they're they're, uh, they're second to emo bands with the most ridiculous names ever. They're uh, from Lansing. Are so, they? Um, uh, Pupile called me at like 6.30. He's like, hey, homework assignment for you. I was like, awesome. I'm about to leave. <laughs> He's like, uh, do some research about this band. I want you to join in on an interview for me. So I was like, awesome. So I went to the MySpace page, checked him out. Of course, MySpace.com slash Carpal Tunnel. Same as every other band's yeah. uh, MySpace page. Um, Lansing area band. 
Awesome. Well, we look forward to that starting at 10 o'clock tonight after the basement, which is uh, 8 to 10, coming up here shortly. Pat, also in the studio. Nurse Pat. Hello. And, uh, of course, Jeremy Whiting once again. So, uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, and um, we have this desire to move the uh, premises of Happy Hour. Yes, I'm excited. (laughs) So, I need need to talk to a certain... I, I wish, like, somebody knew who the management was there. I think somebody knows I who owns th- that place, but I don't... I think I, I can figure can it out. Can we ask a robot waitress? <laughs> yeah. No, see, yeah. Robot waitress will... Uh, it'll has, short circuit. She has to have a microphone. Okay, so, so at these establishments that we're thinking of going, there are always what we call robot waitresses because they're, they're just so used to doing the same thing over and over so they come to your table and you ask them something just a little out of the ordinary like one time you know we went there and everyone was getting food and i said oh can i have some pickles on the side and she just sat, sat there and stared at me for a good two minutes before was, does not compute yeah. sparks started flying <laughs> or, or the other time when andy Koval said oh what kind of burgers do you have here and she didn't know <laughs> There was the time, uh, this wasn't the establishment with our favorite robot waitress, but it was at our other establishment. Um, I asked what uh, beers were on tap. <laughs> she sat there for a good 30 to 45 seconds, silent, turned. The bar is maybe 100 yards down. She stood there and read the taps. <laughs> uh, you're expected to know these things, know. these things, Pat. So hopefully uh, we can we can talk about that because I, I I'm excited about it for uh, St. Valentine's Day uh, and our first annual Impact Happy Hour Screw St. Valentine's Day Drinkathon. Uh, but what I'm really excited about would also be St. Patrick's Day, and I think St. Patrick's Day falls on what like a Saturday this year because it was Friday last year, right? right? Yeah, right. yeah, it's a Saturday. So we'll celebrate early. It's a Saturday. Well, I have yeah. I have comprehensive exams uh, no, on the 14th, pish so, so they'll be done. Is oh, what I'm they saying. Will, okay, they'll be I done. might be going to Boston actually. Oh, nice. We're, uh, road tripping out to Boston. Maybe we can have you on uh, telefeed. <laughs> Yeah, that Maybe. would be great. I have a I have a friend that lives in Boston that says really? the, uh, I think everybody the parties has a friend out there for uh, for St. Patty's Day are a little crazy. That's what I've heard. Uh, Irish town crazy for St. Patrick's Day, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. What I thought. <laughs> but what I've also heard is I had a friend over that in Ireland for St. Patrick's Day in Dublin and said it's not that it's like a church holiday over there, right? No, and it's which, well, we church. We, I want to drink. We Americanize everything by just drinking to it. Yeah, so we. Uh, uh, coming up later, we'll talk uh, later, uh, obviously not today, because we only have a couple <laughs> minutes left, but uh, later in the uh, month, we'll talk about details and how you, our single listener, can join us. And uh, actually, when we talk about booze and movies, and uh, join the roundtable and uh, toss a few back with us. And uh, you, you know our single listener is just like... Me or Brock <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was a good show. Yeah, and speaking guys. of podcasts, they are available at www.impact89fm.org, um, and you can click on the uh, happy hour link. Um, I'll also, Jeremy's been hard at work, lots of great stuff. You can see the interviews I did with uh, Sponge and uh, the Hard Lessons. There's a picture of Brock on the front page wearing a, an accepted Oh, happy yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty sweet. And uh, so that is out there. Uh, look forward to that. And I was just totally. Oh, you know, I. I um, we do this thing for the uh, national or the Michigan Association of Broadcasters thing every year, and every time we get out of here, and this is not to fluff my own ego, but every time we get out of here, we always look at each other and we're like, "Oh my God, that was the worst show ever." <laughs> uh, and I spent a vacation where I got an iPod and I put a bunch of happy hour shows uh, up in uh, into my iPod to listen to. They really are that bad. <laughs> no, uh, they there there are some shining moments, and I'm impressed. Especially if um, like you were if you're like me and you've been across the uh, the country lately and listening to lots of radio stations, you'll discover that um, all the same. we are all uh, highly qualified to work at any time <laughs> if you listen to uh, any of the DJs that uh, go spew on there. So, by the way, uh, the closing talk about this because it's a radio thing. Um, did you hear the story about the uh, water drinking contest? Oh, no. somebody died. There was a radio station out, uh, I think it was like San Diego, where they had to hold your Wii for Wii. So to win a (laughs) Nintendo Wii, they gave these people a bunch of water to drink, and they could not not 
let the water go per se. And uh, two days later, a woman died from overhydration. Water toxicity. Water toxicity. Yeah, my my question there. is uh, because it's been a while since I've been in physiology. Um, is it because you're basically diluting all of like potassium and all that well, stuff? Well, yeah, that's that's a big part of it. The other thing is that uh, you start third spacing the water. For our listeners out there, it means it goes. Um, uh, the fluid comes out of the cells and goes between cells. So it goes places it shouldn't go. Your brain swells, which is never any good. No fun. No fun. Um, and then you're exactly right, Brock. The electrolytes are problems. Uh, uh, college uh, fraternity. Um, yeah. The, uh, also. Someone also died from water toxicity from a water drinking hazing. Yeah, and from what I read of the woman that died for this rate, I mean, she died for a Nintendo Wii, by the way. It's worth it. Um <laughs> I got away the day after Christmas. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like the amount of water she drank really wasn't that much. No, no. Usually, um, the person who died—it's uh, been a couple months since I've read this article. The article is actually featured in, um, I think, Playboy magazine. By the way, I applied for a job at Playboy yesterday. <laughs> Did you? Really? All right. Yeah. Good luck. Nice. You got the breast for it. Um, <laughs> I can make a bounce. But like this, uh, anyway, I think it was just a gallon and a half in an hour or something it wasn't much maybe two gallons i don't remember we almost drank that much booze in an hour and a half i mean a gallon yeah that's not it doesn't seem like a lot well i like i said i I don't remember if it was a gallon and a half or a gallon but it was done very quickly but i think the whole thing is the whole holding it in thing is what kind of well well that and in this case they were allowed to urinate in fact part of the thing was they urinated on themselves was part of the hazing Mm -hmm. but you just can't get your kidneys cannot work that fast to get rid of that water right so, yeah, dying from drinking too much water. I can't imagine uh, many worse ways to go, uh, but perhaps maybe listening to the show longer than it should go. So <laughs> that would be a bad way to die. And our fi- fine friends over at the basement, I see Amanda over there ready to go. Uh, so we'll toss it over to them. Join us again next week, and we'll uh, discuss further the opportunity to uh, come and toss a few back uh, and uh, hang out at a uh, area establishment <laughs> with the fine folks from Happy Hour. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, The Basement is up next. You're listening to Impact 89 FM.